with Adrianosaurus. I'm back for BBL Supercoach content. I'm fresh off the Aussies, winning the World Cup of 50 over cricket. How good. Um, and I'm in the mood, so I might as well start recording some content out there. Look, I've got to be honest, I've done no sort of recon, no research, not looked at hot players and who's going to be the star of the tournament. Um, I'm, I'm going in pretty blind compared to a lot of other years I've gone in. But hey, I'm going to embrace that this year. I'm going to do a hell of a lot of gut feel and I'm going to just have a little bit of fun. I'm going to have, I'm not just going to be so um, rigid and just play the same old game I've always played. Look, on the surface, looking at the season proper, um, it's short and sharp, isn't it? The nine rounds, we've got a team on the triple in round one, which is real exciting, but oh, I'd be much more excited if it was any other team than the Brisbane Heat. Um, you know, someone I'd be interested in, like uh, Nisa or bloody Renshaw and stuff. I, I don't even know if they're going to be probably not available, are they? Because of Australia A and stuff. So um, I reckon a, a lot of people are probably going to go hard into the round one with the team on the triple, but I'm going to probably not um, get lured into that mirage with a team like the Brisbane Heat. Um, you're, you know, you've got a lot of other teams as options, I think, that have real juicy options um, available in the double as well. Obviously, you've got to look towards round two and round three as well. Uh, I've even seen some people float the old idea that Maxi's not a start uh, for round one uh, with the, the old stars on the double. I think that's like crazy chat. But um, look, you know, he's got a short turnaround after T20s. Um, and traditionally, he hasn't hit the ground. For, you know, he's got to be wrecked a little, a little bit, hasn't he? Um, so, look, I'm, I'm not going to be going into any double without Maxi personally. Um, but you know, there's lots of different theories and ways that you can play the game. Look, take me with a grain of salt because I may be saying players' names who are not even bloody playing the BBL this year, or that's you're like Ado's a rookie, he's just saying stupid stuff. But um, look, I'm going in a bit blind, and we'll learn together. <laughs> so you know, if you listen to the podcast and I'm saying go him he's a bloody champion um just comment and tell me i'm mad all right because i i really have gone in cold this year um to start but look i thought the the smart way to go about my first podcast because look there's loads of sensational content out there this year there's about a thousand new podcasts which is yeah, yeah a thousand new podcasts are you for real yes ado background noise i am for real heaps of good content out there so they can do all the real you know bank your whole bloody season on it stuff and just listen to ado for a little bit of gut feel a bit of loose conspiracy theories and a bit of feeling depressed when i go bad um i'll just i'm just going to be the side the side uh potty the 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 uh, uh, just good enough po- podcast this year for me um but i thought going over my team for round one as it stands team picker fresh <laughs> basically because i've only had a look at it look at it today um so look i'll go through my team and, and why i've got what i've got Go and give me a comment telling me I'm a lunatic if you want. Um, and maybe you like it. Who knows? We'll kick it off with a team reveal. Um, and we'll see how I shape up from there onwards into the season proper. I'll probably do some team reviews. 
I think, um, you know, obviously when we talk about my lineup, it's going to have a lot of relevant stuff naturally because I've had a bit of a look at the drawer who's got doubles up early and stuff. So, um, you know, we'll chat the, the relevant stuff in there. Why I haven't gone a certain player. Why I have gone a certain player. You know, um, so that'll all be relevant, hopefully. So uh, let's kick it off with me keepers uh, to start. Ado's team. I think I'm going to probably be Adriana Stoinis again now because I haven't even got Stoinis in my team. There's a little early, uh, some early Ado mail. Should I be going Stoinis? What's he going to do in that team? Where's he going to play? He looks wretched to me at the moment. Stoin, the big Stoin. I don't know. I'll have to go a name change possibly. But here, let's have a look at the Ado lineup anyway in the keeper position. Ben, the roller coaster McDermott is in my starting lineup. Obviously, your bench loop is important. I've gone with Philippi this year. He's on the bench, so I'll get a look at him in uh, the early game because he plays before McDermott. Naturally, I'll um, get a look at him, and if he's he's done well, I'll loop him in. If not, I'll run the gauntlet with the roller coaster Ben McDermott. I just can't resist the price. He gets me every year. He gets me every year. Um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I know, I know, I know. Look, he's so cheap, he's so cheap, you just might as well get him in there because you know what he's capable of. Look, stop it! Nah, there's Ado's uh, <laughs> Ado's little sound bites. Ridiculous. Um, look, he's so cheap, McDermott, 88k, and, and that's for a reason because he had an absolute bloody bludger last year. He's not on a double. Doesn't make a hell of a lot of sense, but I think for balancing out your um, roster, it's handy to have yourself at least three keepers. You can move and interchange your players between bat and keep really well. You get a lot of um, looks at bench loops as well, and I just think the price is too hard to ignore. I've found had a look at a little bit of the old um, scores in recent times as well, and he looks like he's doing okay as well. So I just reckon he's a really safe bet this year at that price to have in that position. Other guys that I do like, I've, I've got to be honest, um, you know, you've got Whiteman in there who you could have in there as a beautiful, you know, double um, player in the bench loop. Probably makes it more sense, really. Let's have a look what the ownership is at the minute. Yeah, Ben McDermott's highly owned, isn't he? 49%. I know, I, I get it because we know what he can uh, do and, and hopefully he had 88k. That's a really nice um, treat we get for that price point. Um, but yeah, Sam Whiteman's in there at 22%. Uh, look, I reckon he's going to probably come in early doors there, if not open. Does he open now? Because you're not going to have um, Bancroft is gone. So, I mean, like, I think he's going to open the batting, isn't he? Whiteman at 62k. So you got Ben McDermott 80k. It probably makes more sense to go Whiteman. I'm not even saying that I won't, um, you know, make the change and get in Whiteman there as as a bench bench um, option or you know for 62k. But I like McDermott because of what he's capable of. Um, and 888k. Maybe I can move him down into the bat position and, and go Whiteman as well and do a loop like that. But at the moment, I've gone with the Philippi and McDermott. I think between the two of them and, and getting a look at it, a bench loop, um, I could probably get a good score. Now, look, and Sam Whiteman's probably the other alternative with the double for the, um, you know, those... Uh, scorches in in the in the round one as well. So I think they're probably the best options. I see, you know, Jimmy Pearson being picked by teams and Harry Nielsen. I couldn't touch him with a 10-foot pole. I'm not even all that interested in Jimmy Pearson. I know it's a triple, but that's what I was talking about. You've got to have good options and 
Look, Jimmy Pearson was good last year. I'll, I'll give you that. He, I think he averaged, what, 20, 35 or something, 36 something. Um, look, so for me, it's not going to be him. Joe Clark, obviously, the Renegades are there on a um, on a double uh, early doors. And, and we know that um, Quentin de Kock um, is going to be there on the double as well. And he's very highly owned at 38% as well. So um, there's a lot of really good options in there. Um, look, I'll probably toss up between McDermott. Um, and, and Whiteman, I think probably if I was choosing between Philippi and, um, and, and McDermott, I guess I'd probably just take Philippi because I think he's an absolute steal at 102k as well, based on his pedigree and probably, I think maybe a little bit more reliable. Is that, am I wrong in thinking that? I haven't really crunched the numbers on it. Just feels to me like he, he is. Um, but look, those are the ones that are sort of, um, you know, t- giving me little tingles as options. Um, Philippi, McDermott, DeCock, um, you know, Billings, people are going to go obviously on a triple. Um, you know, you, I'm not going to touch Harry Nielsen. And look, I'm, I'm happy to eat my words on Jimmy Pearson. Um, but look, that's where I'm sort of standing. And look, I've been partial to a bit of Joe Clark in the past as well. Um, Jilks people are going as well. I can see it 7%. So look, there are a few options in there and there's different play- ways you can play it. And I'm a sucker always. F- and, and you can see by the popularity of players as well that Philippi and McDermott seems to be the way that most people are going. Um, but like I said, I think there's got to be some merit, um, you know, if you believe, or, you know, Sam Whiteman's going to go in early doors opening there for that strong outfit in the Scorchers. Um, you know, that could be a really good option as well. And I'm undecided. So there you go. There's keepers for Ado. It's Philippi and McDermott at, um, at present time. And we'll move on down to the batting position. Quinton de Kock, he's in the, he's in the team. Uh, Quinton, um, look, he had an absolutely ripping World Cup. I know that the old South Africans didn't get themselves through to the final, which I'm glad as Australian, obviously, because um, I'm happy the Aussies got the win. But look, he's an absolutely dynamic batter. Um, he's going to open the batting there for the Gades who are on the double. Uh, he comes in at 180K, which is probably a pretty penny. Um, but look, for me, I'd love to just have him in my team at some point because he's just absolutely consistently pretty bloody dynamic in um, that form of the game. Um, and he's one of those players I fear hugely, I think, um, in a double. You know, double onwards. Even in a single, you'd be scared of him, wouldn't you? Surely. The things that do worry me naturally a little bit on him, uh, that he's up against two ripping bowling outfits, probably the best two bowling outfits in the BBL, isn't he? He's up against the um, Sixers into the Scorchers. So, um, look, he's a big player international facing the best bowling attacks around, isn't he? So, um, I still think of the caliber of player he is. You've still got to take a slice of him in a multi-week um you know, outing, and, I, and I'm going to go start the year with Quinton de Kock, I think, and hope that he goes and brains it and I get off to a ripping start. Um, look, let's go on to the next one. Uh, I've gone with, who have we got? Um, Daniel Sams, um, 162,000. He's um, a real consistent player, isn't he, Sams? He bowls, he bats. Um, looking at um, predicted lineups, you think he's going to come in five or six, isn't he, in the batting order, which is perfect Sams type stuff. He gets those junk time wickets. Um, and look, you know, you've got a player who's not going to feature in a double for you uh, in the first round, aren't you? So, you you know, you've got to be careful the players that you pick in those um, non, 
you know, double sort of or non-early great um, draw for, for games. You've got to be careful who you pick in those positions. And I think that Dan Sams is one of those ones that you can make that decision with. Um, he's a consistent player. Um, he's got the two skills that you can rely on. He's good field too as well. Um, and I'm going to go with Dan Sams. He's nice and handy as well, um, being a dual to move between Jabat bat and bowl. So, DeCock and Sams are sitting in the team. Sams is my first non-sensible sort of double sort of player um, in my team. Now, look, let's move on down to some players who are relevant to the first round. Uh, Colin Munro. Now, the Munza. Look, having a look at the Brisbane Heat, oh, like I said, I, there's, I'm reserved to go in five and six with them because I think it's probably overkill. And I find a lot of those times when you do stack, you know, that deep you know, with players um, in those double rounds or in this case, a triple round, sometimes you really get to the dregs types players. Um, look, Munro is hit and miss, isn't he? He's a roller coaster ride, but he's got triple games of three games. Oh, like, I'm just going to trust Munro's hit rate over th- one of them's got to come off in three games. You know, like that's why it's him, you know, because I just reckon Munro, he, if, if it was a double, I'd probably say, you know, he's probably a bit too high priced to be taking a, a risk on because Mun- Munro's hit and miss, but I'm going to take one in three. There's good odds, I reckon, to a Munro good score, and I'm going to start with him. Why? Because I th- he's going to be there from round one. He's going to bat, um, you know, top top order of the Brisbane Heat. They're not going to have probably players like Renshaw and Nisa. Um, I think Munro is going to take a lot of the, um, you know, the heavy lifting in that Brisbane Heat batting lineup. So I've gone Munro in because he makes me feel safe. I've even got him technically set with the VC. Um, for me as well with the Brisbane Heat on the triple and in the first game. I'll get a look at him and, and look, let's hope that's the one game that he does fire in and it makes the decision easy to loop him. Um, but he's in there and he's that X-factor player because he's him and, and, and like I said about DeCock, world-class, um, when they come off, they come off huge. Um, and you've got to pick some Heat players uh, in the triple uh, week. So, look, I think Munro is the kind of guy that, and if, God forbid, he comes off two out of three, and, and if it's miracle time, it's three out of three. But I like the odds of one out of three, and one out of three Munros will probably get you a good score in a triple. Um, all right, McSweeney, McSween Dog, I want to call him. McSween Dog is in my team. Um, look, he's at a nice price of 128700 Look, it would probably be Renshaw if I thought that he was going to be available, and I do not think he will be available. I loved what I saw from McSweeney in the bits we saw him in last week. I've had a little bit of a spy of some of the recent um, results of him. He's having an absolute ripping time of things. So I reckon he's a really solid option. Look, when you're going with, um, if you're going to have four or five, he probably makes sense to have bowlers. I always like to err on the side of bowler personally, um, and it's a pretty smart strategy to try not to go bat only, really, um, because they're, you know, like, all, I've got a lot of hit and miss here. W- what I'm banking on is multiple games, you know, in the case of DeCock and Munro, who are flighty players. My consistent player, you know, is Dan Sams, and I think that McSweeney, looking at how he's performed in recent times, will be a consistent scorer to plug into your teams in a round where the Heat play three times. So he's in there for me. Yes, it would have been probably Renshaw if he was available, but I think McSweeney's probably sewed up that you know, bat at number three, isn't he? Um, and I reckon he might even trundle the arm over, you know, possibly as well. So he's in the 8A lineup at this point in time. Uh, I've gone Billings. Now, 
you know, Billings to me is a he's an import. Um, he's ever reliable, I think, as a BBL sort of prospect. Yeah, he's had some lean times at times, um, but I think consistently with Billings, you'll see a good, good, good result out of him over out of three games. Surely, one out of three, probably more likely he'll do pretty well over the course of the three games. Just accumulate enough points for it to land out at a good score. Uh, and he'll be here, won't he, right from round one? I know England stunk it up hard in the bloody World Cup there. Surely Billings is going to be still available. I don't see him on any of the lists as one. He's retired from all that, surely. Uh, anyway, so I've got him in there. So Munro, McSweeney, Billings are taking up three big spots uh, in the lineup, obviously, on the triple, and you've got to get some heat in there. So um, I think, you know, I, I don't know if you've got to go over over the top, but I, I like those as quality picks. Munro, hit and miss, yes, but one out of three, surely. Munro's is good enough. And McSweeney I like as a bit of a... Um, you know, reliable pick, I think. He's got to surely be the number three in that Brisbane lineup. And Billings, you know, an international with lots of experience and pretty bloody consistent player. Um, you know, has some pride in his bloody wicket. You know, I just like Billings. I like what he stands for. Uh, and look, over to the bench, I'm going to go with Darcy Short. Um, you know, they've they've gone um, to a, a round two double, the, the um, strikers. Uh, and Darcy Short looks like recent, very, very recent. I thought I saw some decent enough scores out of him. At any case, they're onto the double in round two, and he costs six, 67000 um, I don't know how much he's going to bowl in that Adelaide Strikers lineup. Maybe he'll trundle the arm over every now and then. I don't think that was too great last year, was it, from memory? Don't quote me on it. But, um, look, I've got him in there at 67000 And with them, if they weren't into the double in the next round, um, maybe you don't. Maybe I could bring McDermott down and go with Whiteman. You know, go extra one, extra hard person in, in the round one. But look, i got no other strikers in my team. Uh, I think at 67,000, he's no risk, is he, at all? And he, look, he's getting older, though, isn't he? And, um, he's 30-something, 33 now, Darcy Short. But he's, he's not locked into my team. Um, but he's in there at the moment because I just thought, you know, they're going into a double in round two and they've got no bloody strikers in there currently. So he's in there. Um, the other one I've got on the bench is Fraser McGurk. Um, look, I think he'll be into that lineup. He's pretty cheap at 62. He allows you a bit of a bench loop as well. You could go in and put in one of your heat people. But, I mean, look, they're playing three games um, and Fraser McGurk's going to be playing the two. He's going to be playing in, round, in the second game as well. So, you know, you can make your loops work if you want. Um, with with him there, so I've got him in there as well. So let's have a look at it there. We'll go over it. DeCock, Sams, Munro, McSween Dog, um, and Billings with Short and Fraser McGurk on the bench at this point in time. <laughs> righto, righto. Come on, you tell me what players I've mucked up then if you're going to laugh. Nah, they're joking. And I think that that lineup's pretty good, but like I said, my <laughs> early season reconnaissance hasn't been huge. So let me know if any of those are absolutely stinky picks, eh? Righty, let's get on down to the bowlers, eh? All right, let's kick it off with my first bowler. And look, I couldn't go past Jai Richardson. The news has been good, hasn't it? That he's coming back from his injury there um, and bowling a bit as well. I saw him. Uh, ch- ch- churn out a few overs there recently for WA. 
Um, and I'm going to have him in my team, and he's probably going to be my captain as well. He's an absolute weapon. Obviously, the, the worries, I guess, with him is is the body, and, and they've got such a great bowling lineup. Um, does he get a rest as well? Look, these are questions you have um, in relation to him usually always because uh, they do rotate bowlers, uh, and, you know, he, do, he does grab an injury, obviously being a big, fast bowler. But I'll be having a slice of Jai. <laughs> And he'll be my captain if he's available because they've got a double in round one and I'm having him. So he's in there. Um, look, let's move it on to the next one. Picking, a, picking up a spot in Ado's team. It's going to be AJ Ty. Um, look, obviously I had someone like um, the big uh, Bison, you know, Mitchell uh, Marsh in there. Um, but I don't think he's going to be available for much of the tournament, especially not early doors. Uh, AJ Ty at 185. He's going to be a double um, for the um, Perth Scorchers with uh, Jai Richardson in my team as well. Um, very reliable. Um, in a double, you usually want a slice of someone like Ty. Um, I would have gone and thought about players like Agar, I guess, uh, as well. But I, I just think um, Ty at 185 is a premium player to have in a double. And, and I won't be missing, you know, the opportunity to have Jai Richardson if he's available and there for round one. Um, Zampa, he had a ripping uh, tournament there in the World Cup. He's going to be available, isn't he? Tell me if I'm wrong. Zampa, Zamps. Um, but look, at 131,900 for Zams, you've got the Renegades obviously on the double and, and in the recent form that he's been in, which has been terrific. Obviously, in those last couple of games of the World Cup, wasn't as much with wickets, um, but I think he should gobble it up there in um, the BBL. Uh, Zampa, all, all the form that he's been in in recent times, I've got him in there. Uh, look, I've got Maxwell in there. I did float at the start of the show. Uh, something I saw, maybe you miss him. I know they've got the T20 tournament or whatever there coming, and I think it's only like a four-day turnaround or whatever before game one for Maxi. Um, he has had an injury or two, and he's a big bloody 200 and saving the whole bloody country briefly there. So, um, look, <laughs> he's 118,000. You're going to have probably some stars in your team because, um, look, they do have a buy in round two, but in the first three rounds, they've got doubles times two. So it seems to me like, um, in a way, you know, you should probably have more stars than you have Heat because, um, you know, well, Heat are going to play in round two and three, are they? They don't have a buy in round two. Where are you, Heat? Yeah, they're there. What have they got in round three? The Heat are off in round three. So, yeah, you know, you got... Four games for Heat players and you've got four games for, for stars. Um, so, you know, it probably pays to have some stars in your lineup, although they have a buy-in round two, so you don't want to have too many. Now, um, I've got Maxi in there because if he's available in, in, in the first game of the stars, Maxwell suits up and he's going to go out there to play, um, which is the first game of the round of the tournament. So, look, Maxi's there and he's suiting up against the... Um, the Brisbane Heat at the Gabba, it could go nuclear. It could go dead set nuclear. I think he's going to bowl. I think he's going to bat. I think he's going to field like an absolute boss. I'm having Maxwell if he's suiting up in the first game of the BBL tournament. So he's my star. Look, um, noticeable admissions from my team is Stoinis, and I was called Adriana Stoinis. I know. Can you believe it? What have I got here? Something? No. Is it a fail? Not going Stoinis this year? Come on. 
I have his looks like a bastard. <laughs> Stoin lost his spot to Labashagni. And, and look, he was, he was a good pick. Obviously, wasn't he Manus for the final there in the big 50-over World Cup? Uh, look, Stoidis, um, if he was back in his old opening spot or batting at three, the top four, I haven't been loving what I've seen from the bat all ball um, with Stoinis. Um, and I'm probably going to skip him, I'm afraid. It means maybe I have to change my name. Maybe I could be Stecker Stoinis and go with Steckity. Um, he's moved over to the uh, Stars there, and obviously he's going to be playing four games. He's going to he's going to have two doubles in the first three rounds and a bye. It's huge, you know, like action for the Stars. But I uh, just reckon it wouldn't be the worst idea to have a star or two in there, get hold two in into the round two bye. But who are they going to be? Um, Steckity, I like. Stoinis, I think I'm probably going to miss for the year. It's it's, it's a big call because I see he's at huge, huge ownership. I just don't know where he's going to bat in that lineup. He was batting low order, wasn't he, in last year? And he has been trundling the arm over. But, you know, he's getting tonked a bit there as well. So, I don't know. Um, there is a lot of games for them, surely. So, I mean, look, I've got to go look at one of the predicted lineups and see where they've got Stewie in there. But at this point in time, I've left him out. I've gone with Maxwell, the big show, uh, in recent form that he's been in. And, yeah, it might be off a short turnaround, but if he suits up for game one in that Stars line, I think they need him too. He maybe doesn't get the luxury. He's been paid the big bucks, surely. He's got to turn up if he's available. He hasn't fallen off anything and hurt himself. <laughs> Um, all right, and, and look, I've gone, um, my last position in my starting lineup's gone to uh, Paul Walter, uh, import there for the Brisbane Heat, just having a little bit of a, because oh, I've not bloody heard of him, so I had a bit of a look at him, Paul Walter, um, he's a bit of a, more of a bowling sort of all-rounder, I think, so, um, but you know, looking at some of his um, fantasy stats, he looks like he's a pretty decent sort of um, scorer, uh, aptitude-wise, a bit of a poor man, Sam's. Um, Paul Walter, does that mean, sorry if you're out there, people who are big Paul Walter fans, but I've got him in there because, look, um, I'm not going somebody like, um, uh, who's the spinner? I'm not, I've got him, I can't even remember anyone. I haven't gone him because I don't even know if he's going to be in there in the lineup. They'll go in with Kuhneman. How can I not remember him? He's a bloody good player. No offense. That's really mean, Adrian. Let's, let, let's get yourself in, in some decent, you know, be, be decent to these players. Um, what's his name? What's your name again? Oh, Swepson. That's it. Fuck. Sorry. See, told you I'm going to half-ass it this year. Half-assing it. I'm not going him. I'm not wasting my time on him. He, 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 he's not been a huge, huge performer, you know, that's going to hurt people. In, and he is on a triple if he's playing, but they seem to favour Kuderman last year, who's not even a worse pick. You know, you're not going to have, you know, Kawaja or Labashane. I don't think uh, Spencer Johnson, I think, has only recently come back from injury, hasn't he? Or he's still injured. Um, Bartlett looks like he might be there you go Bartlett I might be tempted into a Bartlett you know if if he's fit because he's been um, pretty good player that I've seen scoring wise in the past but look I might be having a bit of a tickle on some interesting players what I will say is that he's not played here before definitely hasn't he Oh, you know, so, I don't, you know, that's usually a sign that they're not going to kick ass when they first come in, but at least he's an all-rounder type. Um, and I think I like what I see from him in other tournaments around the world. So I've gone with Walter in the team at the moment. Now, on the bench, I've gone with Tavir, Tenvir Sanger. Tavir? Um, look, he's in there because he's an absolute bargain based on injury last year. I think he's a better bowler than 83,800. Now, he's obviously in the in the mould of Sam's not going to be on the double, but I just think you can't argue the price. I think he's probably worth about 180 and stuff, and he's gone on runs, hasn't he? 
um, for good scores as well. So I've got him in there at the moment. Now, look, I could shuffle around, I guess, with my all-rounders and, and, and take, you know, it seems like players like Philippi McDermott, Short, Fraser McGurk, uh, Sanger, you know, all are bargain options for you this year. Maybe you can't have them all, you know. Maybe it's a better business with them not being double relevant. I move one of your players down to bowl, get a look at a loop there and go with Whiteman, for instance. But at the moment, I've got him in there because I liked the price of someone who I think is a pretty bloody talented bowler, to be honest. Um, and I think he's probably going to do well this season, I think, if he manages um, to stay injury-free. Um, Mackenzie, I've gone on the bench there for the Scorchers. Uh, is he even going to get a run maybe early doors because of all the players they're going to probably have unavailable early? Um, if he is, ripping bench loop option for you there. Um, you know, uh, and I've got him in there at the moment as my sort of cheapest chips player who might get a run this year. So that's the lineup as we look at it now. Let me go through some of the own high ownerships of players that I'm saying I'm going to fade, um, which I famously obviously mentioned there with Stoinis, which is pretty funny considering my name is Adriana Stoinis for, for BBL. So I'm going to change it, I promise. I'm going to change it, find another catchy Adriana thing that I can add into a different player. Um, but, you know, we'll see what we come up with. Um, and I'll go through some of the other ones that I'm skipping because I just don't like them, eh? And I may not even have a good reason, just that I don't like the way they look. No, I'll, I'll give you a reason. Before I go into players who I'm fading, we should know. Where's, where's, where's Tim Mitchell? Tell me how many uh, boosts we got this year. I don't, that probably changes some things. I think it's such a short comp in the nine weeks. It can't be a hell of a lot. One or two? I don't know, but uh, how many boosts have we got this year? I want to know that. Um, obviously, the boosts are handy, you know, because you can go light. Well, you can go. You could probably go harder with heat players. You could maybe go, you know, with less stars players if you've got you know, five, for instance. So it'll be interesting to get an answer on that. How many boosts? Because that's going to be relevant. But I'll go through and tell the players on, <laughs> tell the players that I'm skipping, um, and maybe some that I'm locking in as well that I'm just not going to change my mind on. We'll go my fades and locks. Let's go, Nisa. Fading. Surely he's not available um, for that round one due to Australia A duties. He's currently at 48.5, and it sucks that we got to fade him because a triple and a Nisa, ooh, it sounds delicious, but I'm not going to be having him, unfortunately, because I just don't think he's available. Schwepson, look, oh, I don't know. Um, look, if he's there, you know, he's at 40%. He only costs 71000 So, people, But what's he going to do? Let me look. He could take a four-bagger. Who knows? I'm going to fade him. Fading. Just because I think that he's a chance of not getting all the games. And, and, and it burnt me with Kuhneman, actually, it was. In a double, I think, last year where I picked him. He didn't get picked in the second one. So they may go by the deck, you know, for all we know. He's a quality player, Schwepson, isn't he? Um, 40% of people have got him, but I'm just not going to get him there. Because if he has a good game, it could be 20, 30. Times that by three, though. Um, look, but I just don't know if he's going to necessarily be there. Um, Rashid Khan, he's at 36%, and it makes a hell of a lot of sense to me because they're going into a double in round two. Um, and look, he's going to be somebody at 132,000 that I think you're going to want to have. Now, look, he has probably not been as damaging. I think he's probably been... He's, he's working on it. What I saw in the World Cup, he seems to have be bowling a little bit differently to me and it's it's still uber successful because he's a bloody good bowler isn't he i reckon you've got to have him haven't you like um hit targets for the round two are definitely going to be rashid khan and matt short for me they're not in my lineup as you know but i'm going to skip him for round one get a bit of a look at him um in there for round one uh and i'm gonna 
you know, I'm going to see for round two, you know, on, on Rashid. So I'm going to skip him to start. Stoinis, I mentioned, I'm going to leave him. Fade. You're out, Stoin. Um, look, 116,000 is a real bargain. 36% of people own him as well. Um, look, and I probably, you know, I got 20-something thousand in the bank and I could probably get, you know, but McDermott, for instance, up to a Stoin and just get a look at him as a loop if it looks like he's going to get a decent role in the team at all. And I... And, I couldn't recommend any of the other people higher than uh, Honeyball BBL. They've probably got the lineup in there of what the predicted lineup is of the stars. If he's batting six or seven and trundling the arm over, I just don't know if it's enough for me this year on Stoin. It feels sacrilegious, I know. Stoin, I love him so much. But anyway, he's out. Um, Matt Short, you know, he's probably my tip for ta- player of the tournament, I reckon. Matt Short, he's an absolute weapon, although people are probably doubting maybe that he's going to bowl in that line up a little because we've been able to really rely on him to I still think he might bowl the opening over surely maybe trying to Leo um, over for a couple he's a gun fielder and just what he does in bat you can't have him not in your team in round two can you um, and he's costing you a pretty penny at 244,000 as well so um, I can see why people are just like well I don't have to I'm gonna have to sell two players to get him, you know, in in the round two as well. Look, I've got Jai Richardson. He's probably going to be the one for me across to uh, Matt Short, you know, and uh, it could be a Quentin de Kock, whatever, and I make a little bit of money off that and go down to Rashid Khan, go down to Rashid Khan for round two. So they're not in there at the moment in my team. Now, Spencer Johnson. He was originally in my lineup. Um, Main reason because I love the look of the kid and he looks to me like one of the real alluring options you can have Um, because I love bowlers. I want a bowler. I've got three batters in in the heat lineup. Yes, I know, but I'm just going to have a little bit of a trundle at those batters who I reckon could get the job done. He, he's a guy I would absolutely have, and I think I even had him in the very first team I had. But I know that there's been the injury concerns, uh, and again, referencing uh, one of the great um, content providers in Honeyball BBL. Look at the lineup. How's, how's he tracking? Is he going to come in? I think he's a good option for sure to have in your team if he's fit and if he is there for round one. I've gone with Walter, haven't I, for now, because he can... He can he can ding bat 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 as well, and I've liked what I've seen for him results wise in fantasy. Um, Peter Siddle, popular pick, Sidzy, and why wouldn't you? He's an absolute weapon of a bloke, and the bananas, the the, the bloody birthday hat trick. You, you want Sids in your team? He's had a change of team. Fade. Sorry, Sids. Um, is he going to get a run in that lineup? I mean, I, I don't know if he's going to play. Um, he, he might be Reggie's uh, on the on the bench. If he's there, um, he's, he's up early in the round and you can really just have a look at him because he's just the kind of player, isn't he? That'll jag four wickets. So that, that's Sids. He's got a way, hasn't he? So if he is there in their first game, I can understand that people go with him. I'm not convinced that he will. Um, and look, I'd just as soon go him instead of Fraser McGurk, maybe if he was there in the very first game for them. Um, I'm just not convinced. Fraser McGurk I've got in there at the minute. Mitch Marsh. Fading. Mitchy's not going to be there. He's had a pretty heavy schedule, hasn't he? Um, yes, you'd absolutely have him. You'd have him. He was my tie. I had Mitch Marsh in there. But is he going to be available? Honeyball BBL. Sorry. See, that's not what Adrian's resource is this year. Go and have a look at these other ones who are, know the lineups better. But if Mitch is available, have him in your team. They're on a double. I'm not going to have him because I don't think he's going to be there. Um, Tom Curran is back this year. 23.2%. Fading. Now, Sixers players. I like Sean Abbott better personally for a pick. 
I just reckon, um, you know, yeah, Sean Abbott is, you know, leading wicket taker in the BBL. He just has a way, doesn't he? He can even tonk runs at the end, but so can Curran. Um, just having a look at some of the figures of Tom Curran, and obviously, you know, players, prestige pieces who are not doubles players, Tom Curran, Sean Abbott, Daniel Sams, are all terrific options. Now, I have gone with Sams, um, so I'm going to be skipping Tom Curran. Uh, and now I thought I saw something. Now, I haven't been paying, paying attention, but I thought I saw something recently on his form, which, you know, explains why people are starting the year with him. You know, of course you would. Um, Whiteman, I mentioned him in the talk there for um, keepers, and and I think it kind of maybe makes a little bit more sense even than McDermott. I think McDermott obviously has the ability to score triple what Whiteman can score, you know, in, in, in a double round, probably if he comes off. Um, but it's probably good business, I reckon, to get a loop option on your keeper um, that's... Looks pretty locked in, doesn't he, for an opening? So Bancroft's moved off the team, so I think he's going to open. Uh, he's a hell of a good glove, but he's going to glove there because Inglis is probably not going to be available to start as well. So I think he's a really good option. I like him as a player. Um, so that probably makes sense, but I don't currently have him in there. Uh, and that's um, moving into the next player. Ashton Agar, um, 21.1%. I don't hear that he's healthy at the moment, so I think that could be a bit of a mistake. Maybe he's tracking that uh, well for round one, but I hear that he's in doubt from what I saw, um, and I've missed him at this point in time. Um, What was his average last year? I don't even know. But, you know, I'm not going to go him this year, I don't think. I've gone with Ty and Richardson as mine, and maybe Sam Whiteman. That could be my three. But, you know, I'm going to go with Ty. Bankable old Ty and Jai, the star, Richardson. Um, Sean Abbott, I mentioned him there when talking about um, Curran. I think he's going to be one of my ones I want in my team as soon as I can, really, um, because he's just going to score really well, I think. Um, He's at 20%. What he can do, he could just rip through teams. Um, Over there, saw him there, you know, got a game, didn't he, as well, in the World Cup. Um, I love him as a player. And I'm going to want to get him in my team as soon as I can, but I, I can't have heaps of them. Um, and I've gone with Dan Sams. Um, Aaron Hardy, I hear, Fade. is... No, is he fully fit as well? Um, I'm, I don't know. Honeyball BBL, Ado doesn't know, but I'm fading him because he's not picked. I've gone with um, Ty and Richardson. Um, Cooper Connolly looks like he may be with um, all the players that are, I think are not going to be available um, for the Scorchers early doors. Cooper Connolly could be a really nice all-rounder option. He's been picked in 16.6%. Um, if he's in, I like the look of him as a player as well. Um, Connolly, and I think at 70K, he might even be a better pick than Siddle, I reckon, if he's if he's, if he's he's there early doors in that um, Scorchers lineup. Um, look, you're moving down to Will Sutherland. Fade. Look, Will Sutherland, 160,000. Is it going to, you're going to, I mean, yeah, there, he is in a double, so that makes sense, of course. Silly Adrian. Oh, uh, yeah, all right. You know, he's in a double. You know, he's 158,000. He's been in pretty good form, um, Will Sutherland. I just don't know. I mean, I just, 158,000, I just found a couple of dollars and went with um, Quinton DeCock, you know. Um, but each to their own. Um, I know Kando, famous man from. You know, the fantasy comps uh, across all formats is a terrific guy, and he's a big fan. So, you know, if you can do type persuasion for Sutherland, I reckon he'll have a good tournament. He's in a double early door, so why not? Kuderman, 104,000. If you're going to go a Heat player, maybe those people who are looking at um, 
Yeah, looking at, yeah, I think it could be Kuhneman. I think he might get the spinner's spot. I liked what I saw from him last year as well, and I don't really hate him as an option. I think he will probably get picked, I think. I think he probably, the only worry I have is that they're going to do a rotation if they don't take take both of them. God forbid. And he burnt me last year, so I'm not having him in my team. Fading. Uh, Josh Inglis, 179,200. 16% have um, had him. He was in the 50. He's picked in the starting lineup there now with them. Um, are they going to have him uh, with the two, you know, the, the, the test team, the backup keep? I don't think he's going to be available in a hurry. But don't quite be on that. But I, I haven't got him in there because I, I would. You know, is he probably, where's he going to bat in that lineup? Probably the top five. He's a very good gloveman. Um, but I just don't think he's going to be available. Quote me if I'm wrong. Uh, Matthew Wade. Fading. Look, I don't know if it's good business early with them because I don't have anything too relevant, you know. I mean, look, you, some people may not like Philippi, you know, and you go with a you're, – you're a fan. So you go with uh, Matty Wade. He's a proven performer in past tournaments. Um, I just don't really love the pick. Save the – 30k, you know, and get get yourself a Philippi. That's my point of view. Hayden Kerr, um, look, 141,400. I just don't know. Um, look, he had a breakout tournament, didn't he, last year? Um, Hayden Kerr, Dwarshus, Sean Abbott, and you've got um, Tom Curran in there now as well. Is he going to get all that he got? And, and even the great death, you know, and getting the great places to bowl. Um, that he did last year. I don't know. There's just too many question marks for me this year on him. Uh, Aaron Hardy, we talked about. I thought he might be injured um, and come. Oh, no. Oh, I, I skipped. Didn't I? I already discussed him. Um, Hayden Kerr. Um, Nathan Lyon, 62,000 in there for the Renegades. I mean, he's not going to be there, surely, is he? Like, he's going to be with the test team. Josh Brown, I don't even know if he's going to get a run in that heat lineup because I know he hasn't been in terrific form from what I've seen. So, fade. Uh, Harry Dixon, um, people obviously got him in there. He's, he, I don't even know if he's going to get a run. Harry Nielsen. Fee. Renshaw. Fee. Alex Hales. Fee. Jimmy Pearson. Fee. Now, Jimmy Pearson's one we should talk about. Look, he had a really good tournament last year, but I'm going to give him a skip um, in favour of uh, the import. You know, I think the import Billings will get uh, on field earlier in that Brisbane Heat lineup, and I think he respects his wicket. Um, Jimmy Pearson did surprise me last year. I just don't know if I can go to the well again um, on him. Um, Bo Webster, 173,000. I think, um, look, you know, you're going to go some, you know, some stars players because it's pretty good business with them having two doubles in the first three rounds and a bye. Um, Bo Webster, I don't know. Like, I don't, you know, is he going to bowl this year? I, I, I don't know enough to know if I'm going to spend 173,000 on, on Bo Webster. He's 173000 for a reason, and that's all I'll say. He was very good. He's a really good player, Bo Webster. I like him. Um, Billy Stanlake, no. Fade. Um, Tim David, he's at 9.1. I'm going to fade, fade. because I don't know Kane's, um, whether it's the go to start the year. Look, let's just keep going down. Joe Clark. Fade. Been here a few times, Clark. I think he'll be a good opening partnership there. Uh, is he going to open with... Does Aaron Finch even come in and open now? Is he going to go in at number three? I'm sure um, Clark, you know, will probably be... We'll complement that team, I think, really well. So, um, yes, I, I don't, 8.7%. I don't hate it, but you know, Aaron Finch, people are going him at 125000 into the double. I'm fading. But, you know, each to their own. I've gone with Quentin de Kock. I've just want to go a luxury sort of punt. 
Um, Mitch Owen, no fade. Travis fade. Lynn, you know, Lynn had a pretty good tournament uh, last year at times. Um, he's into the double in round two. Uh, 167,000, he was pretty good last year. That's why his price is at that price point. Um, so, look, I understand for round two, I'm not going to carry him in round one personally. Moises, uh, 7.3. Fee. Joel Davis, nah. Fee. Nathan Ellis, I think, might be a piece I own at a point in the year, but not for me. Ashton Turner, I just don't know. They could have some troops down, and if Ashton Turner comes in at four, maybe, in a double, you know, at 105,000. But, look, I've got to see him line up. You know, there for me. Um, Majib, 126,000. Yeah, not for me. Jilks, I'm going to skip. Um, I'd go Sam Whiteman, but I, I like um, Jilks as a player. I started last year with him, but I'm not going to be going here. Max Bryant, I don't know who's... Is it going to be Brown or is it going to be Bryant? There's too much up in the air for me uh, on them, and I just don't know. Um, let's go down to another couple of interesting ones. In Lance Morris, I'm going to fade him. You can pick any, uh, and that's the thing too. You got Morris, who was very good last year. You got Ty. You got Richardson. Is Baron Berendorf still there? You know, any scorcher in their strong bowling lineup that you pick. You know, it's just like Super Coach, isn't it? For them to just get not all the games. You know, and I feel like he could be one of the ones that is in the most danger. Ty, maybe not so much, even though he's older. I think he bowls a lot of change-ups and stuff, and he just, um, you know, might not be rested as much as someone like Lance Morris is. Kane Richardson is a really good player, obviously very reliable as well, and I understand why people are going him with them on the double in round one. Harry Brook is a mistake, I think. Fade. Because he is not going to be available being called up into the English squad. And Sam Harper. He's uh, over there at the Stars. He's going to be a keeper option at 5.9. He's somebody who, when he comes off, could could come off really well for you. Um, being a star player, who's going to get, you know, four games over the first three rounds to um, pick from. So, um, yep, yeah, there you go. Oh, that's all I'm going to cover in, in the ones that uh, I'm going to be fading. Um, my locks, who am I going to lock in? My locks are going to be um, Decock. Lock him in. In 180k on a double. If you wanted to own Decock in the tournament, I think you take it on the double, you know, and just have a crack at it. Uh, that's that's the time to, you know, give yourself a better chance of it coming off. Uh, and I'm going to lock in Jai Richardson, should he be healthy. My captain, obviously, with the VC on a heat player, although, you, you know, with three games, you might want to just straight captain, but. Richardson's proven that over a two-game raunt, he could probably score, you know, as much, if not more, as one of these Heat players over three games. So uh, I'm going to lock in Richardson because I love him as a player for Supercoach and I love him in my team um, for round one as the captain. Um, Look, I'm not going to lock myself into any other players. Um, Look, I think, you know, there's scary owns in in round one like Munro, um, any of the other ones into a double, 
you know, that could hurt you. Sam Harper, you know, scares me to an extent because he goes like the clappers when he's in, in the mood. Um, there's a lot of them. You know, bowlers-wise, Richardson could go and clean up four poles because he's such a consistent bowler, um, you know, in the past tournaments. Um, you know, there are things that could hurt you in the round, but that's my lineup as it stands, and I'm only going to lock in DeCock, who's an X-factor that scares me, uh, and Richardson, who's an absolute gun, consistent performer, to double my score. Um, look, I don't know if I'd love... And, but people have been burnt by Munro before. Um, but as an X-factor over three games, I, I've almost, almost... Lock him in. All right, everybody. That's going to be it. Body one is out of the way by Adrianosaurus. And look, it was probably shit. <laughs> no, I hope it wasn't. That's my lineup. Um, and a couple of the reasons why I do and don't like players... I'll hopefully try to ramp it up if this one, you know, goes all right and is received pretty well. Good luck, everybody, this year in uh, BBL Supercoach if I don't talk to you. But I'll keep dribbling out content as I feel like it. Hopefully you get an answer on how many boosts we're going to have for this year. Looks like a fun sort of express tournament in the nine rounds. A team on the triple. I mean, you can just go a whole bloody lot. You could just be lunatic and go seven heat. You know, I think you'll get burnt hard if you do something like that. But there's lots of kooky ways you can play super coach. Uh, and I'll be giving it me best like I always do. But I'm, I'm going to go loose this year a bit and just have some. I'm going to go some Paul Walters and some Quentin de Cox. You know, I'm going to leave out Stoyness. I might even keep myself called Stoyness and just never pick him. I don't know. I'm going rogue this year. But anyway, everyone, nice talking to you, and um, we'll talk again soon. Tight. It's falling Chris Lynn has taken the wild thing and sent him possibly over the roof. On the roof.